Starts With You is a show where we're going on a journey of self-discovery and exploration. This platform is a place for women who are transitioning and transforming. Hi, I'm Eileen Lemelman, licensed clinical social worker and psychotherapist. We are embarking on a trip together where I will be interviewing experts and extraordinary women such as you and me. Let's start the show. Hello, 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 my ladies, my dolls, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to the special edition of It All Starts With You. I'm your host, Eileen Lemelman, and I am a number one best-selling published author. Woo! <laughs> and we are here today launching the book. We have had the most exciting week, and when I say we, I mean 22 co-authors who co-created, collaborated, and came together to put this book together. Call to Lead, Call to Speak, Lead, and Impact. That's the name of it. And as soon as it launched, we soared to number one on Amazon in 10 categories. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. I'm so excited. And <clears throat> some of the categories are new releases, advertising, public speaking and speech, small business, inner child, journaling, just to name a few of them. But that is just the start of what's going to happen with this book. So Julia Langley, thank you so much for starting off the show. Your voice is so beautiful, and we're going to talk to her later on. But right now, we're going to start the show with somebody who is really unbelievable. She is responsible for putting this book together. She has really, um, ooh, what did I say, encouraging us and believing in us and really, really inspiring us. And I want to introduce to you our tireless leader, our transformational leader and mentor, Wendy Blum Weiss. Welcome, Wendy. I am so excited to be here. Wow, can you believe that? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And welcome back. You've been on my show before. And who knew that you would be back on the show talking about our best-selling, number one best-selling book. So let's get right to the book, okay? And let me, I want to read one of your quotes. And it's, the quote is, how can I do good and create something meaningful that lasts longer than I do. Why were you called to write this book at this time right now? That question gives me goosebumps. You know, we ask soulful questions occasionally in our lives. And after the last two years of everything that we went through, 
the time is now to step forward, to be bold, to launch those projects that you thought about, to revisit a dream from your past. So the answer to that question, so what lives longer past beyond our physical form? A book does. Books change lives. So that's why this book called to speak, lead, and impact, and why now? Beautiful. Why is it so important for you to leave a legacy? You know, I think about that often, and the reason is because we are here and it ends in a nanosecond. Life goes by so quickly, and we want to leave the world just a little bit better than when we entered into the world, to leave our mark in some way. And we do that through our family, through our loved ones, through the work that we produce while we are here. But to have something tangible that can live on generations and generations going forward, that makes an impact. And that has been what's been near and dear in my heart. That's, yeah, legacy is so important. You know, words are so powerful. And I wonder why the word destiny touched your heart so deeply. Why did that touch you so deeply? The word destiny and the word calling very much touch me, touch my soul. And the very first time I started to explore what the word destiny was, and I, I share, I talk about it in my chapter, is, you know, it in what it does is it goes deep. So if you start asking a good question, and I added to destiny, what is your destiny? I always felt that through my career and in my 20s, I changed jobs frequently. And then I was in the pharmaceutical industry for most of my career life. But I felt that something else was missing, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And these days we're living longer lives and we can have different seasons and phases and careers in our lives. So I started to question it. It was in my mid forties and I started to ask the question, what is your destiny? Yeah. You know, that's so interesting because 40 is sort of like kind of midlife, not really, but it's the start of midlife. And you started asking yourself, what was your destiny? And then that led to what is your calling? Exactly. That's what happened. And I just took one baby step at a time, decided to leave and made a career change and launch out on my own. I wrote my very first book, What Is Your Destiny? And then the calling, the calling just kind of nudges you. It taps you in the shoulder. It becomes like a wave of insight. And a little bit at a time, I started taking steps towards it. Well, this experience has been really the experience of a lifetime, and you provided that for all of us. And so your vision, your destiny, your calling really tapped into so many people's destiny and calling as well. And I thank you for that. Really, you have really been quite a leader for us and we're so excited to keep launching and launching and relaunching this book. So thank you so much. You're so welcome. The book is also to really 
ignite the calling inside of the reader as well. So, so that's happy right. to be here. That's right. When you read Amazing. it, it's going to be, it's going to be igniting you as well. So thank you so much, Wendy. Okay. So let's talk to Sarah. Here's a quote from Sarah's chapter that I want to read today. We all have our destination definitions of what an iconic life means. Some may think that this entails worldwide impact in philanthropy, a unique fashion style, or an undeniable talent that is admired far and wide. Hello, Sarah. Welcome. Hello, oh, hello Eileen. Thanks for having us. Oh, it has been such a pleasure. And how exciting is this? It's phenomenal. It's I phenomenal. know. So what is your definition of an iconic life? Oh, that's a really good question. I mean, I've spent many years uh, de designing my iconic life, and um, it really has featured a lot around my career. Uh, a lot around my family um, and, you know, making impacts worldwide. So, you know, we've, I've had events for over a million people, which is kind of exciting um, and, and really done a lot of crazy things like, you know, within that scope. So that really has been where a lot of my iconic life lives for mm. sure. So <clears throat> what advice would you give to somebody to really tap into that iconic life, live the iconic life. You know, I know you have a formula for that. I do. <laughs> I do. It's all in the book. <laughs> it is all in the book. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's so centric to who, who someone is. And I say start with the basics and start with what your daily life looks like because there's so many details in your daily life that you might think are sort of mundane. But when you really look at them at, in, in specific, with specific intention, you're able to see that you can make each of those things really iconic. For instance, like my thing is a coffee mug. Like I have a specific coffee mug. You gotta gotta use a certain coffee mug, and it just makes me feel a certain way, right? <laughs> so when I drink that mug, it makes me feel elegant. It came from a specific place. It's uh, has a specific meaning for me, and so that intention in that space really sets the tone for my day. Mm, so so that's you're just talking about mindfulness too, right? Mindfulness, a hundred percent. Oh my yeah. goodness, yes, yeah. Yes. So what signs should people be aware of? when they when their iconic life gets disrupted what signs um you know anytime that i feel like i'm out of uh in what's the word incongru incong incongruous thank you incongruous <laughs> incongruity yes something of that nature uh it incongruent. feels incongruent <laughs> yes i feel uh really like a lot of dis-ease my anxiety will start to ramp up um uh, little red flags and warnings go up. It took me years, by the way, to recognize these and to honor those yes. feelings because a lot of times what I thought would be the end goal of whatever it was we were doing, it ends up just going, you know, yes, the wrong way. And um, it's all because I didn't listen. And so I think if you really become aware of what your intentions are and how you've designed your life, that you'll feel it very strongly when things aren't. You know, you keep talking about mindfulness it and is, about checking in with yourself and checking in with your body and your thoughts and your emotions. 100%. So that really is truly an iconic life when you are totally mindful and present. A hundred percent. Intention across the board. Yes, mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. And so what, 
was your aha moment? My aha moment uh, was the, it's a funny story, I actually have, uh, I used to produce this very large event for uh, New Year's Eve, and every, at the end of this event, I always cried with joy and happiness that this event had been completed, because it impacted like, sure. I don't know, 100,000 people, I mean, it was no small experience, and the year that I got to the end of that event and I just looked at my partner and said, who's my husband? I looked at him and I said, all right, let's go break it, break it down. Like I didn't even oh, you didn't have even that emotional smoke. connection anymore. I realized, oh wow, this, this season in my life is now over. I need to move on to something mm -hmm. else. Um, so having that emotional connection and that really like strong purpose is, is a huge mm -hmm. piece. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about, again, Purpose, mindfulness. Purpose, mindfulness. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, thank Sarah. Thank you, Eileen. Thank you for so much. Having, thank you. For having the time and the really sharing with us. Thank you. So let's hear now from Rochelle. And <clears throat> I'm going to read you in from the book what she says. No matter the hardship, no matter the trials, and no matter the setbacks, we have to keep looking forward and keep going. Hello, Rochelle. Hello, Eileen. Hi. Hi. You are getting to be such a good friend of mine, and I can't believe that we're here together on the stage. How wonderful. Thank you for having me. Oh, and it's of so course. It's so gracious of you to host all of us in this uh, platform, so thank you. You're welcome. So talking about hardships, Rochelle, you have had quite a lot of hardships in your life. Yeah. What gave you the resilience to move forward? See, so I'm a Caribbean woman, girl, <laughs> born in New York City with Haitian blood. I owe all the best that combination. To, exactly. <laughs> and who lives in Florida, South Florida currently. So for me, that really played a role to my resilience. My resilience comes from my background, it comes from my upbringing, it comes from the teachings from my elders, and more so the experiences that I have had throughout. Oh, oh yes. yeah. yeah, okay. So yeah, you're all, you're, you know, it's sort of like a generational yes. kind of thing yes. that was passed down yes. to be strong and to really yes. take care of one another. Exactly, exactly. I love that, exactly. I love that. So when, because you've had so many hardships, when did you find your purpose? So I am a strong believer that one does not find it, you connect with it. As human beings, we are born with purpose, and it's my belief. So it is our, our job to, throughout life's journey, to attempt to connect with it so that we can live the life we're destined to live. So I believe that the experiences that I have had thus far led to that. It led me to the understanding of who I was, what what I'm about and why it mattered to me. And each experience made me more and more grounded in my purpose. Mm. It made me more grounded in my spirit. It made me more grounded to who I truly was. And with that, it led to the understanding that the impact that I have had so far, each experience that I had, is the actual purpose that I was destined to live. So each of the trials, the travails, yes. the challenges, the adversities, mm -hmm. really was a lesson for yes. you. Yes, I see them as gifts. <laughs> you, uh, that's a beautiful yes. way of yes. reframing yes. hardship Chip. into gifts. Yes, 
Because every time you are experiencing a hardship or a setback of any sort, it's an opportunity to grow. Of course, we go through the emotion that comes with it. That's not separate. It is painful. It is sometimes unbelievable that you it's unconceivable that you actually are placed in such a situation. But nevertheless, who you become beyond that experience is a much greater, brighter, stronger version of yourself. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes. And you've been through some really, really traumatic things. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I mean, have. I know they're all of them are, you know, outlined in the book, yes. but the one that was scary was the plane crash. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's interesting with that experience was the fact that I've always feared death. And that experience at that moment made me embrace what that would look like. Oh, so made it made you me, embrace it, life. Yes, it did. Because at that moment, I strongly believed that was the end. So facing what I thought was the end made me, instantaneously made me embrace it and realize that it's okay to transition to the next stage of life mm. or the sta next stage or the next at universe, whatever that yes. may be for one. <laughs> so how did those experiences and, you know, what you're talking about is every step led you to the next step. Yes. Why are you so passionate about helping young girls and women? I'm extremely passionate about it because I strongly, I have girls myself, two daughters, and I, this mission that I'm on is to help women and young girls to own their voices. Because I believe we each have a voice. We each have something to share. And if we know how to use it properly, effectively, we can make such a difference in this world. So this is why I'm on this mission. I'm on this mission so that one could own that voice and believe that their voice is okay to be heard. It deserves a platform. Your story doesn't have to be your ongoing. Your story happens every day. Your history is what you stand on. And it's okay. And that's your truth, right? My truth is what I've gone through. So to be able to stand in that truth and show up every single day authentically mm. and embrace all that makes you you. Wow. So I know everyone is moved by each and every one of these authors. We're going to take a quick break and when we return we are going to continue the conversations with more of our authors. Kathy Mila is a dream resuscitator helping women regain a sense of purpose, be more fulfilled in their career, and finding balance in life all without sacrificing their well-being. Throughout her 45-year career in the medical community, Kathy breathed life into thousands of babies through the physical act of PPV, positive pressure ventilation. Now she breathes life into your dreams with a different type of PPV, passion, power, vision. Contact Kathy, the dream resuscitator, and download your free work-life balance playbook at freegiftfromkathy.com. Patty Shotwell, the insurance lady, is a retirement planner and an independent broker. Assisting people of all ages with health insurance and life insurance, Patty is a retirement specialist helping the senior population with Medicare, long-term care, legacy, family security, and nest egg protection. From health and medical, income and savings, 
final expenses and estate planning, extended care and long-term care. Patty focuses on educating clients and on making sure that questions are answered and problems are solved. For more information, contact Patty at 954-540-7850. Everyone has a story to tell and I want to hear yours. I'm Eileen Lemelman, host of It All Starts With You. Our stories are a unique way to appreciate understand and respect each other. Your story of transformation in life and business serves as an inspiration for us all. I'm offering you a platform to highlight your powerful message and journey. Contact me, Eileen Lemelman, host of It All Starts With You at itallstartswithyou.live. I look forward to connecting with you. Let's continue the journey. Now back to the show. Welcome back. And now we have another fabulous author, Bhavna, and she is a very special golden light that it will will share with us. I, w I remember what she wrote in her, the book, which is, I believe that when we can come together, we can all bring our unique gifts and support one another in a much better way than when we work individually. Welcome, Bhavna. Thank you very much, Eileen. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm honored, thank oh, you. I'm honored. <laughs> So what do you, so referring back to the quote, what do you believe are your unique gifts? My gift is all about unconditional love light and that we all come here filled with love inside of us and we need to give it out to people. We need to share that love, not just with ourselves, but everybody else because we all come down here to receive and give love. But during our journey, we all forget about it and we end up hurting each other. But if we just remember that we are here for love, to experience that, to share that, to give that, the life, our lives can be very different and very unique. Because when we are up there in the light as souls, we are just in the unconditional light. Mm. But when we come down here, we have the emotions to feel that love. And it makes us, wow, mm. be in that state, you know? And that memory, if we take it above with us, it is so powerful. I love that. And we can her. bring that down here and we can experience that and make it happen because we all crave for that. So when we are all loving each other and releasing that pain we go through in our lives, it's so empowering to people, mm -hmm. you know? And when we connect with each other, we are doing, and we are on the same journey, we all together do that and empower each other. 
it creates that ripple effect and it, it affects everybody. Yes. It, it starts the transformation and the shifts happen. If we all lived by that, by that notion that we're here to love. Exactly. That's it. That's it. I it's mean, as simple as that. It's, it's so simple <laughs> and it's such a beautiful message, especially today, right? Yes. So what does, what do you mean and what, you know, can you share with us about walking in your purpose? So my purpose is to spread the unconditional love light, which is what the golden light means, and peace. But peace is a ripple effect of love. When you are living with love, you're happier, you're peaceful, because then there's no more space for any pain to be there. When there's no space for pain, you have hopes, you have dreams, you have visions, you want to be there for everybody, you want to be helping everybody. So the core of everything starts with love, mm. whether, but it has to start with you first, and it's important. And then the connection goes up to the divine, the connection with the divine, knowing, you know, and trusting that the divine is there with mm -hmm. you all mm -hmm. the time. So, you know, you talk in your chapter about using pain as a strength, not as a weakness. So how has your pain strengthened you? It's interesting because my pain has led me to believe I always felt I was alone suffering. And that's a message. You are never alone and you are not suffering. The pain is in your mind. It is also in your body because it's in your mind. The moment you shift that to, I'm not in pain and I'm not alone. I have the divine with me, the pain disappears. Mm. So you sort of turn it over. You just surrender. Surrender. You just surrender that and let go. That keeps coming up in my life lately. Surrender, surrender. And I think that that's really what you're talking about. It's yes. a beautiful way. Love. Love and, and surrender. surrender. Exactly. I mean, how could that be any <laughs> easier in life, right? But it isn't really. And your Golden Light program really helps people to do that. Yes. Uh, this was a gift from the universe, God, to have that after my near-death experience, um, that my purpose is to spread love. Mm. Wow. I love that. Well, Bhavna, thank you so much for sharing your love with us. Thank you. I'm honored and very humbled to be here. Thank I love you. you. Oh, thank you. I love you too. <laughs> and I love all the people watching this show. Yes, yes, I love it. That's great. So we are going to meet Ari next, and um, we're going to switch over to her. And in, your, in Ari's chapter, she said, the amazing realization that came with my decision to lead is that I didn't have to become a different person, an extrovert, a superstar. I only had to become the highest aspect of me. It was all about who I wanted and needed to be and who I allowed myself to show up as. Woo, love, love that. So Ariane, how are you? Welcome to my show. Thank you for being a guest. Thank you. This is beautiful having the stage with all these amazing speakers and co-authors. It, it yeah. really is such a such a light in this in this space. I love it too. 
So what did you mean and what does it mean for you to be the highest aspect of yourself? It's quite simple. It's doing your best, right? It's, it's being who you're proud of yourself, knowing that every day when you're waking up, you're, you don't have any regrets or saying like, oh, I wish I could have done that. And it's, it's seeing yourself as that um, beautiful, enlightened, happy, purpose-filled person and, and knowing that it's like, I did my best. Even if I didn't get the result that I wanted, I showed up with 100% energy, with positivity, with excitement. I think that's what it is. Mm. So, you know, we're talking about a calling. And in your chapter, you said, I didn't have to find my calling. It was there all along. So let's talk about that a little bit. I'm a rebel. <laughs> and, you know, I come from a very, I guess, traditional South American family where all my friends, you know, if I look back in Peru, they're either, you know, architects, psychologists, and that was the path that, you know, I was like, oh, I got to kind of got to do that, you know, do the school thing and show up in, um, in a way that follows this pre-created path. And, you know, both my parents are, you know, they did their like double masters, economy, the whole shebang. And Type I, A personality. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> and I was like, my first day of second year of architecture school, I was like, I don't like this. And I literally walked out of construction class, changed my major to art school and was like, I need to be free and I want to be a bohemian. And like, nobody led me there. It was always inside me because ever since I was a tiny little girl, I've always done whatever I wanted. I've done it well, thank God. But it was that inner spirit that led me to you know, become a world-renowned yoga teacher versus an architect and always doing things my own way. So the calling was really a deep-rooted seat of freedom. Mm. Deep-seated root of freedom. I love that. And so does that go along with how you describe yourself as a creative nonconformist? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because even the way that I've run my businesses, um, you know, I have several businesses, coaching, I own a trade show. Um, it's always a little different. Like I see how maybe like corporate people run it and I don't have any formal training. I've always, you know, I went to art school and, but I was always an entrepreneur forging my own path. And, and I'm like, you know, I'll do things my own way as long as I, I'm helping people and making an impact and and again, I feel good. I have to feel good. If it doesn't feel good, I don't do it. Mm, yeah. And so <clears throat> I'm wondering if that reference that you have in your chapter to the blueprint for life is a wink and a nod to the architecture school that you didn't go to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I do um, a lot of the way I do things, you know, my frameworks and it all makes sense to me in that architectural way. Like, you know, I, I did learn how to draw plans. I made models and it, it makes sense. You know, mm -hmm. you have to create some sort of a path, some sort of a of a step-by-step -step process for whatever you're doing. Like if you're baking a cake, you need a recipe. And 
And yeah, like the blueprint to me is so important because you get to see it all mm -hmm. before you build it. And I'm a big fan of like, don't build it and then they will come. It's like, invite them and build it while they're coming. Don't lose time. <laughs> <laughs> don't let any grass grow under your feet. No. And so if you had to describe your brand in, you know, a couple of words, what would you tell the audience your brand is? Uh, my brand is all about being, I mean, literally what my chapter is, be, create, inspire. And it's that aspect of being that, you know, you're calling into that the best aspect of you, the highest energetic, vibrant aspect of you who decides to create their future, design, you know, your life, design your programs, how you're making an impact, and then inspiring the world one, one project at a time. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you. It's been really wonderful speaking with you with your bright face. <laughs> thank you. And, and so, thank everybody. <laughs> so thank you so much. And we are going now to go and meet Maxine. So let me quote Maxine. You can't take it with you. So be proud of what you leave behind. Hello, Maxine. Hi. Hey. Thanks for having oh, me. Oh, I'm so happy that you're here. Me too, thank you. Yes, we met a while ago and your, your story is really unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, what brought you from medicine to construction? <laughs> it doesn't sound logical, but in either way, we're fixing something. Mm, that's uh, true. Yes, and I had always tied my value, my purpose, to being productive. And then I learned it wasn't about productivity, it was about purpose. Mm. So it didn't matter what we were fixing. Yeah. So in your quote, it's, you, you, you think about and really want to leave something meaningful behind. So what do you want to leave behind? I want to leave people with the power to follow their purpose. Mm. And how do you do that? By encouraging to others to self-reflect and understanding their own strengths. Mm -hmm. Everyone in my team, whether it was a construction or whatever company I was doing at the time, everybody on our team it goes through Strengths Finders, which is a kind of self-reflective personality test yes. that talks about your core values. And I always thought that if you could understand somebody innately, whether it was their Ayurvedic body type or their blood type or their personality or their strengths, that we could understand how they would succeed because they would act on what fulfills them. That's not a usual way that, you know, bosses approach teams. So I love that. Thank you. Um, you know, and talking about the business that you're in, you are in a predominantly, traditionally male-oriented business construction. So how do you, you know, what is that like for you? How do you deal with that? Well, I think that's why they affectionately call me the tough love department. You have to have tough skin. You have to let things roll off your shoulders and you have to be so intact in your core values that you are unwavering. Um, so it's been such a nice changed to be around all these fabulous women since I am mostly surrounded by men. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what advice would you give young women 
who are just starting out and want to and are looking up to you as a role model? I would say don't be afraid to approach it from it's it's not a woman's role or a men's role. It's your role. And uh, don't be afraid to go after it. What has it been like to um, get out there and really share your story in many, you know, I've seen you already in a couple of, uh, you know, venues where you've shared it. So it's not, you know, maybe putting a different pair of shoes on, um, you know, what is that like? Well, to your point, it is the pair of shoes that you put on, right? I'm not going to wear my stilettos to run my construction jobs. They wear my steel toes for that. And I didn't really know I had a story. I thought I was just doing what I needed to do every day and it wasn't until I was surrounded by so many women sharing their story that I, they, they brought out my story. So it's been a wonderful experience. So that's really been um, the purpose really of this book, right? Is to not only share your story but to allow others to get in touch with their own purpose and what ignites them, you know, exactly what Wendy and I were talking about when we kicked off all these interviews is what ignites you. So, you know, what ignites you? I'm naturally curious. I love anything adventurous. I love to explore, taste, see, smell, touch, all the things. And I'm so blessed that most of the things I've learned, including being part of this book, I wasn't afraid. I am fearless because somebody else has has paved the way before me. Mm. So it's not, can I do this? Of course I can do this. It's just, who are we gonna do it with and how are we gonna share it and how is it gonna be amazing? Well, thank you so much for sharing with us. Thank you for, for you know, really, you. really explaining exactly what you do and we loved hearing about it. Thank you very much. Okay, and we're gonna go over now to our friend, <clears throat> Julia, Julia Langley. And Julia's quote from her chapter is, I believe that faith gives us hope and that hope is what ignites the flame for change. So as you remember, Julia started the show off with her beautiful voice. So hello, Julia. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Thank you, Eileen. Oh, I'm so happy to have you. So please tell us, how did you go from Cirque du Soleil singer to coach, at, you know, a leader in the coaching industry and becoming a best-selling author? Tell us. Well, it has been quite the journey. I did work for Cirque du Soleil for 18 years. And um, I, had, I had a bit of a, actually an accident in 2019. I was, I was on top of the world on top of the world. And in 2019, I was riding my bicycle. One day I went to get coffee and I was broadsided by a car crossing an intersection. And that with significant physical and injuries to my body as well as injuries to my soul and some emotional injuries as well, um, it has been a struggle, it was a struggle. Right after that, the pandemic happened. And so it was, the pandemic was like an extension of my convalescence. And I started really looking at ways that I could expand what I was doing with Cirque du Soleil and really impacting others' lives 
it was time for a change. And I was given the opportunity, although in the way of a challenge, I was still given the opportunity to step into that change. So I could either sit in this place of feeling sorry for myself or I could really make an impact. And I chose to really step out and to help others, to help speakers, to help other singers and performers who really wanted to overcome fear, step into their own confidence and make their own lasting impact in the world. And that led me to expand what I was doing and really to step into what I think is my true calling. Wow. Who would have thought that such a tragic, unbelievable, traumatic injury would have led you on such a different path? What are you most passionate about right now? Well, you know, I, I believe that you have to look in, inside you to find that passion. And that passion is definitely performing. It's, it's music. It's using your voice and using it correctly and saying your truth, speaking out about that. But I think it goes a step further than your passion. And the, the name of this book is called To Speak, Lead, and Impact. That passion goes into a calling. And if, you're a pa if your passion is in alignment, and I truly believe that you have to really get still with yourself and listen to what the source is saying, to what God is saying to you. And I am a woman of faith, and I really, really did a lot of soul searching and turned that passion, well, used it for it to be my calling, stepped into that calling. And now here I am, a best-selling author, Eileen, right alongside of you. I'm so excited. I know. it's Following really the journey. Quite, you, I mean, talk about journeys. You had quite a journey. Yes. My goodness, I bet you never anticipated being in this place right now. No, I, I would have never dreamed it. You know, and, and yeah, there's been challenges, but you know, I look back when I wrote as a young child, I never thought in a million years I would be a best-selling author. So that journey, no matter how many speed bumps, no matter how many challenges that I have crossed along the way has led me to where I am today. And I say it's just the beginning because as I go down this journey, other paths are gonna become, are, are, are gonna unfold right in front of me. New roads that I can take, new windows will open. So I can't wait to explore the future. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, you're talking about, you know, exploring new journeys and new paths and, you know, really using your voice in the best way possible. But you also talk about fear right. and, you know, really using your voice and overcoming the fear. How did you master your fear? Well, it, you know, it's a challenge for me. And you think as a performer for Cirque du Soleil, you just sort of come out and you just step into it. Oh, she, she's just a singer and it's fine. But I wasn't always born with that kind of strength. I, I can remember early on um, running from people. I was so socially awkward when I was younger. And I was so scared to say hello because I was scared they would think that I was dumb or I would say the wrong things. It would always be awkward for me. And so I learned, I started overcoming compensating, I would call it. And that's when I started talking a lot to overcompensate. But as I matured and I grew, I learned to be more comfortable with myself and find that confidence and know that I was unique, maybe a little different, but that was okay. To be okay with your own personal strengths, your uniqueness, and to really put that out in the world because we don't need clones of other people. We need you. What such a fabulously strong message that we all need to really 
take to heart. So thank you so much, Julia, for sharing thank with you. us, for sharing not only your story, but your beautiful voice. And we haven't heard the last of you yet. <laughs> um, so I really cannot express to you what today has meant to me. Now, more than ever, people are starting to question who they are and really, really how they want to show up in the world. How do they want to be remembered in this world? This book offers insights into 22 authors' journeys about how they are living their life with intention and meaning. You can get this on Amazon in Kindle form or in paperback. And please, I urge you to get the book because if you were inspired even the slightest bit by anybody that spoke here today, that's just the tip of the iceberg of what's in this book. Please order it and give us a review also because that's important to us. I am so glad that you all came today to listen to everybody who was in the studio. So I'm gonna wrap up today's show with an affirmation as I always do. And today's affirmation is, I am most powerful when I'm my true self. Yes. And so right now we are going to end the show with how we started the show with Julia's beautiful voice. So Julia, take us home. All right, come on, you guys.
You have been watching It All Starts With You. New and exciting opportunities are ahead of you. You are creating your own destiny. Until we meet again, my friends, it all starts with you.